0: number forty-three of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Greg. So, Tom, it's a Monday evening. How you doing? First I'm day doing, back at work. Indeed, I'm doing well. We're back on
1: schedule this week. We're we're back on our usual Monday slot, and we've got we've got a pretty good week for the listeners. We've got the second part of the of your great interview with uh, Rob Turner, British 100K champion. We've also got the cross country preview. This weekend is the Scottish National, so we'll be chatting a bit about that
0: and finally we've got some runners rants as well for everyone Mm. so uh, there seems to be a a huge influx of runners rants this week which is great fantastic so we're getting the word out there Um, absolutely so we'll give you some of those and as always we'll tell you about how our training's going um and what else have we got some international local news as well to chat about indeed yeah so so what so how's things going how's the training been going this weekend i hear you um you did an 18 minute parkrun on on Saturday, didn't
1: you? <laughs> uh, I did. So I don't know. I don't know. It, my, it's up and down. I'll have a good day or two good days. Like last week, I got a bit of a tempo on the go, which was good. And I, uh, you know, not very quick, but moving and then he felt okay. And then two, three days later, it's just shit again. So I, so I mean, I'm not going to go into the day till the full week. But I, as you say, I did do the Hazelhead parkrun on on Saturday, and yeah, I ran 18 and a half minutes. I felt. Well under control, and I had this is a kind of early rant, but in the second half, maybe like you know half a mile to go, people start going for the big final push, okay. and they were going past me, and I couldn't. My every time I eased the pace forward a wee bit, my knee was sore, so I found myself sitting six minute miling pretty much, and it was okay. And walking yeah. passing past, me going, come on, mate, you can do it, you can go harder. Oh, and I was no. making such a. Such a huge effort to be like, oh, actually, my knee's saw, you know. Just you know, what I mean? <laughs> you know and it's it's such a, a terrible way to be to be that concerned about how other people view you. But I found in the heat of the moment when it ter- ultimately it turns into a tear up at the end, <laughs> and I'm not happy with people beating me. So. Well, uh, how
0: do you think I felt? How do you think I felt when I was doing the how the uh, God, what was I doing? The the world's way eighty, 80 mileer. When people enough. are going, go on, mate, you can do it. Hey, I'm a I'm a. Ultra GB International Ultra <laughs> Runner.
1: <laughs>
0: and, yeah. uh, you can't say that to people, though. You can't. You can't say yeah. that because you'll just sound like a like an arsehole uh, I know. But and I, that's what. Yeah. Totally getting. I'm sure a lot of the listeners will, will understand your pain, but well, it's good. that I mean, obviously, times are relevant when you're coming back from injuries, so it's good exactly. to get good to get that in the bag. And it was also a fairly momentous park run as well. We had, uh, which I'm sure you can chat about just now.
1: Well, yeah. So I went. I went along because it was this weekend. Was the Gatimba Edwards Foundation uh, by or biannuals, two yearly? whatever it's every two years they have a, a charity dinner, and we were we were going along on the Saturday evening. And Miles Edwards, a friend of the show and local runner, he he runs or you know heads up the charity, and he had some guests come over. So he at his dinner, which was fantastic. Compare was Dave Murcroft, former five thousand meter uh, world record holder. And uh, he also had his co-founder of the charity Gideon Gatimba, who himself was a an elite athlete, and I think was part of the four by fifteen hundred meter world record team um, back in the day. So, so yeah, Gideon so. was so Gideon and Miles were both running the park run, as was our local man Cameron Strachan. So you've got uh, so I I thought this will be a tasty one to to watch anyway. And,
0: Sure enough, no, you indeed. should, have done, Tom. You should have spent it off at the start with a, a GoPro or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, oh, yeah. a mountain bike. That would have been that would have been even better. But a
1: bike, that's right. It's so not it a race a though; it's a run. It is a run indeed. So anyway, I saw them. Oh, the, it's an out and back hill So I saw them coming back, and uh, Miles and Cameron had dropped uh, dropped Gideon, so that it was just a tear up between two lads who are best mates. They're you know they've known each other for years and years, and it's great to see them tussle up. So. Cameron, I mean, both of them had fantastic runs, but I mean, Cameron winning Hazelhead in what is not the easiest of park runs in 1519. I mean, that is shifting.
0: I think I mentioned it last week about the time. I mean, Gideon has got the course record, and, and it's a tri- just just so you know, if no one's ever done the Hazelhead Park run, it's all on trail. It's um, yeah. and it goes up. It's a fairly steep, not steep, but it's a gradual climb until you get to the turnaround. And when you yeah. get to the turnaround, it's basically flat and downhill. Um, yeah. So it's not the fastest of courses. Um, but it's Gideon has got the record at 1440. And obviously, Cameron getting close to, you know, oh, yeah. fifteen fifteen nineteen's fairly shifting. I think um, Miles was 1535.
1: 15, something? Aye, 15, ah. aye, something like that, 1530, 1535. So, so yeah, so both absolutely shifting. And anyway, you know, what, I really enjoyed just being back, running amongst other people in a bit of a race and I wouldn't I would have loved to have pushed on a bit, but you know, I kept it steady and, and that was fine. Um so yes, that was good fun. And then actually the, as a little teaser to the listeners, I sat down afterwards, one of the guests Miles had for the, the dinner was a uh, brother Colm O'Connell, who is a, a legendary coach from Kenya and he's you know, most well, well known particularly for coaching Rhodesia to his uh, Olympic win and world record in London and his Olympic win in Rio. He's also coaching at the moment a guy, uh, Ronex Kiproto, who ran I think it was 2646 or something, 10K in Prague last year. So when you speak to this guy, he can just speak. It's, it's unreal. The talent he's coached through out of I-10 and really driven this, you know, the conveyor belt at the root, the grassroots level through I-10 is incredible. So really interesting guy. And we've got an interview with him. Uh, so in the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll be giving that out to the listeners. So, yeah, really good day. Good day of running. Good day of talking about running. And then I had a, uh, I went for an eight miler on Sunday and the knee wasn't so good, which was annoying because after the parking, I thought, oh, maybe I'll push to 10, but it was, it was pretty sore. So I think I need to maybe just, after I have run a little bit harder, either take a day off or, or go easy because it's not recovering so quickly. So progress, but slow progress.
0: That's, it sounds a, sounds a fairly jam-packed weekend for you. And, uh, oh, some, was. some positives with, with a little bit of negatives in there or challenges to overcome, Tom.
1: Indeed, yeah. indeed. So on a, just, on a more positive note, how are you getting on?
0: Well, I, just, I just wanted to rewind back. Um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the interview with Colm O'Connell. It's going to be going to be amazing. I mean, this guy's yeah, he's an Irish missionary and athletics coach. He's known as the the godfather of Kenyan running, I believe.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah
0: some of the some of the athletes he's worked with right? it's incredible. For Florence Kiplagat, Mary Kateni, uh, We've got here. also we've got Lorna Kiplagat. We've got. Chariot, Vivian at Wilson Kipketer, obviously Radisha. Wow, it's a, a, a fair yeah, amazing. fair of do, do
1: you know what was what was amazing? I mean, I'm not. This is nothing for the inter- giving an interview away. So, so myself and Fraser Klein, you know, Scottish marathon legend, interviewed him. We we just sat in a cafe over a coffee, having this chat with this <laughs> legend, and he's staying out at Ardo House, which is a hotel, you know, twenty minutes outside, or fifteen minutes outside of Aberdeen, and uh, Miles had to go away, so I had to give a uh, call. I left back to his hotel, so I'm driving around Aberdeen with this legend sat the <laughs> and he's just casually talking about world records that, holders that he's coached, and you know events that he's been to, and, and philosophy about training, and I'm thinking, I'm, I've got hands on the wheel here, but I just want to write all this down, you know, it's uh, <laughs> unbelievable, so yeah, it's uh, it was really good, so the big one is, big thank you to, we'll, we will put it out there in more detail, more of a tee up in a couple of weeks, but big thank you to Miles Edwards, who... Who set that up for us? Because we're looking forward to getting Miles and his dad Mel, who was, you know, a real um, force in Scottish running um, back in the day. Both of them on the show as well soon. But certainly, thank you to Miles for setting that up with brother Colm. It was it was great.
0: Yeah, exciting times, Tom. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. Like I said, I'm glad to hear you're you're back in the game again. And um, yeah, for mm-hmm. me, training wise, for me, it was it was pretty good. I did a after on Friday. I felt really ill. Um, I don't know if it was that Valentine's dinner. Tom, oh, no. I don't know what what you were what you put in my, my my prosecco or what what they what they put in the the curry, but I wasn't feeling great at all, and Debbie wasn't feeling great, but I'm not oh, sure if it dear. was food poisoning or if it was uh, oh, dear. Uh, maybe just a, a wee bug. Maybe it was the two pint the the two pint pints I had. Dear
1: dear, I was a, fine. A, for
0: a wee record. hangover. I, I don't know what it was, but I mean, surely you don't get a hangover with only two pints, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, we got we got some we got some loving, didn't we, Tom?
1: We did, yeah. It was lovely. Yes, uh, and gals. Uh, romantic, uh, romantic
0: evening. Exactly. A few pictures, we'll I'm sure we'll share with the listeners at some point. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one fan under our pillows in the meantime. Um, <laughs> so yeah, back on it on Saturday, Tom. I was feeling a lot a lot better back in the game. So what I did, I did a Lewis Walker signature special. I, I like to do a, a cheeky wee ten mile uh, steady. And um 10 by one mile. So I decided ah, to go to go out on the road. Big. To go out in the road. And um, Debbie joined me for the last 10 miles on the bike. Um, and mm, gave cool. me, she paced me as well, which is great. The only thing I'm going to say about her pacing, it was, she, you know, she's a master of surges on the bike. <laughs> now, no. I'm not sure I need to surge when I'm doing a, an ultra run. But uh, no. trying to keep up with her was quite, quite hard. Um, but, yeah, it was good to have that encouragement from her. Um, just... It's a long way, but what I found was I've done that session a few times that and I, I think, you know, it really works for me. I think it when you get to ten miles steady, you know you're halfway and you know you're not you're just, you know, you're doing a mile and it's only for five five and a half minutes or so. Um and then you get that break. So it, it breaks it you know, it's broken down quite well and it, it goes past so quickly. And this time around, I found it went past re- faster than it ever has. Now I don't know no. if that's because usually what I do is I usually go on the D side line and do the event do the, the session. So I have to travel from Afford to the, to Aberdeen, run there and then go up towards Crathus and then back down. Whereas this time I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go out and do it. So it it was you know it was done within two a couple of hours and I was I was in the bath, you know, fifty two and a half hours later on. So um but no, I was really happy with how it went. I just felt that I had a bit of a crappy week last week again, and I just find them just with just work and um, just try to fit everything in. It's, it's been quite difficult at the moment, but it was really good to have a good top-heavy week and and just get a bit of a confidence booster for the British 100 Kilometer Championships next month. So yeah, and then on the Sunday, it was just an easy 10-miler, and then today it was it was, uh, about a 10-mile easy run as well. So just getting looking forward to probably a good good bit of training this week, um, and uh, I'll start tapering down. I'm not going to do a huge taper for the national cross country champs. Um, I'm just going to do a little taper and uh, get back on it in the Sunday for the for the long run because I need to get that miles up, Tom, if I want to do well at this hundred K champs.
1: Absolutely. Well, it sounds like it's all coming together well for you. And what's good is you're clear on what your main goals are, which is good. You know that's that's the the key. You've got to, you can't you can't go into everything and in peak taper. You've got to pick your pick your battles.
0: Exactly, exactly. So that's my Fantastic. excuse for for coming, for, getting, for not getting the top hundred next on, on Saturday.
1: <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about the the actually we could go. What do you want to do? We'll race results first, or should we go straight into national? Cross? Ah,
0: let's let's just go straight into the national let's cross. Let's go straight we? into national
1: cross yeah. That's While we're on the show. subject. Indeed, so it is this Saturday in Falkirk is the Scottish National Cross Country Championships and I've been through the net, the start list and it's pretty stacked, to be quite honest. It's, it's club, best. but but you know what's cool is it's club stacked, so there's not like, it's not that like you've got a, you know quite often you'll have, I don't know, in previous years we've had Butcher and Hawkins just off on their own, there's a, honestly, I was going through the list, I'm thinking there's a lot of guys who have a good run, can win it this weekend really really quite a in depth number of guys and on the women's side even more so so um what should we start with men or women
0: uh, well i'm am trying to find the start list just now tom um i have i have picked my top 3 um okay. are we going for the top 5 or top 3
1: let's go top 3 then if you've gone for you've gone for 3 already
0: okay so the top 3 for me is Steph 12. Mm-hmm. is mario mclennan running yes steph 12 mario mclennan and fiona Bryan.
1: oh that is uh that's <laughs> that's is, that is fun you put me on the spot do you i you hope absolute you had,
0: bastard what, what, what did you say
1: so i've gone steph actually i've gone steph 12 mario mclennan morag miller
0: oh tom Tom, so
1: Ryan. I, I will just make sure right, this right, is released after what, the national.
0: This isn't, um, this isn't getting edited out, by the way.
1: That's fine. Right, that's
0: all right. So, what, what position was Fiona last year? Good
1: question. I actually can't remember. She not? I think she was.
0: She was fourth, wasn't she?
1: F- fourth. That's right. Of course, no, I was getting myself because she fourth, and she, she took a fall last year. That's right. Yeah, she was fourth. She did a f- hunt for a she, medal. She took a
0: fall, and she was fourth last year.
1: Yeah, she had a gr- she had a great run and last the and, and
0: you're doubting your wife and getting a medal this year.
1: So to you know, to try and not be biased, obviously I, I would love more than ending for Fiona to get a medal this weekend, but <laughs> I look at it I look at it and Steph 12, so we had armor five K last weekend. Steph Twelve is in is in great form and we know Steph can run cross country. Secondly, Mary McLennan has had some serious winter, really running well over the cross country. Um, she's you know, we've seen it at some of the British cross challenge events. She's uh she was at, I think the North of England event um a couple of weeks ago did really well, so she's in shape. And Morag Miller, I think Fiona will I think Fiona's capable of running some running the neck I mean that next bunch, you've got Morag Fee, you've got um Elspeth Curran in there, you've got um Let me get my list up.
0: I can't find the list. I'm I'm hopeless at this.
1: It's on yeah, the Sports Athletics it? event page, is the best, your best bet.
0: What date is it?
1: I noticed Anna it's the Saturday. Oh, I notice uh, Anna McFadden is uh is obviously still in the younger category, so she's obviously not in the senior race. Um, you've also got who was the other one that sprung to mind. So in terms of a team though, before I just while I'm on that, Kilbarkin. So I didn't realise Steph Twelve was going to run for Kilbarkin. Now I understand that's her first time ever running for a Scottish club, which is quite interesting. So oh. um, that team when you put you've got Elspeth and Steph, that's suddenly a quite a strong two. But this, we talked about this at Christmas, it's five to count for the women this Saturday. So, actually, it's not that clear which clubs are that strong, that deep. Trice. And I look, at you, you say that, what's interesting is Steph Pennycook is on the start list for both Edinburgh Uni Heronhounds and Fife. So that's quite, if she lines up for the Harrys, that or Fife, either or, they're, we know they're both quite strong teams. Um and yeah, and then you go, you've got your, you know, even when you go to like, um.
0: Freya Ross is running.
1: Freya Ross, yeah, that's
0: true. Is a former Scottish champion. Now, I'm she sure she's that. not in the shape she was, but you never know. She might be having a good spell of training. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the Edinburgh Uni Hounds team is not quite as strong as we would have thought in terms of, nope. I mean, they've only got, they've only got six running. So, you're expecting five of the six to have a strong run to, to really look at challenging for medals. Um,
0: it's, it's you know that's quite surprising. You'd think there'd be a a wealth of of runners in the, you know, yeah for the club, but oh well.
1: Here's one. I think for a medal, you're looking at. Uh, I also put it out there for a team, Metro Aberdeen. I mean, we go back. You've got obviously you've got Fee. We've got Ginny Barand, who's who's had. A, I don't know if Ginny's fit up. The fact no, she is fit. She's not. She had a good uh, half in Barcelona last week. That's right. Um, Claire Bruce, we know Claire's had uh, had a good run at these districts. Um, Kayleigh Jarrett is on the start list, Um, so there's four there. Suddenly, all you need then again, like we said before, it comes down to who's your fifth counter. So probably Jill Bonthorn, who's our ladies captain. You know, it's it's really really exciting to see that. I guess that fifth category. Agree or disagree with it? It opens up a real opportunity for for that fifth counter. And the, um, have you got
0: in terms of Metro is is everyone running for Met you know, the, the team. So we've got Jenny Baran, Jill, Fiona Claire, I Mickey Kelly. So. They're all running, yeah?
1: I believe they are, okay.
0: yeah.
1: And oh, then when you go just like, so in, ter- in terms of depth though, the biggest team is Fife on the women's side. Um you've got Megan Crawford. I mean Megan I don't think is as quick as she was, but we've seen Megan run strong over cross country in previous years. Um we've got uh Sophie Mullins who thinks a strong ultra runner or a certain ultra trail runner yeah so you know there's so a really a reasonably strong team on the on the Fife side Helena Race I mean as I say I'm not sure if Steph is running for Fife Redmond or not Um. so yeah some interesting teams in there and then um, yeah so, uh, so I think yeah so just to go back my top three I'm sticking to my guns I'm not going to be peer pressured into into <clears> bias <throat> I'm sticking to my guns I'm hoping that'll fire Fiona up
0: I hope so yeah wow maybe we should have got her on the show to t- gauge her thoughts but
1: i'll make sure she doesn't listen to this she's at yoga she's she there right now so yeah. i'm going to make sure she doesn't listen to this until after the race anyway
0: <laughs> so she don't you're going to stop her from listening to her. you're going to delete her app or iTunes app or, or i she
1: yeah i'll just yeah, I'll, I'll yeah I'll, right. I'll find a way Fair anyway enough. so 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 that's so women that's quite um That'll be an interesting race, and yeah, as I say, there's some serious class in there.
0: Yeah, there is. So the men's, the male side, what's your top three, Tom? I had
1: real, I had a real difficulty on this one, but my top three. So there's a few questions there. So is Chris Jones gonna run?
0: I've got, and I've got he, the answer for that. He's not. He's injured. So I, so I, I saw believe the, he's. Yeah, I
1: saw, he had a blog today. Yeah. Uh,
0: is it on running? Run, two four seven fast running.
1: Fast running. So there's one. Question number two is, is Andy Douglas fit? Because I know he's had some niggles recently, and I think he was ill as well when he was training in Spain. So there's two big names there who are are kind of out. to be honest, I'm going to, for the win, I'm really torn. I'm going to say Lachlan Oates for the win, Ali Hay second, and then... Adam Craig third, oh. but I think, but I think it could be any th- any way round. And then beyond that, I mean, the field is stacked. I mean, I'm, su- I'm actually disappointed to see Alexander Chaplin's not running because he's had a really good uh, winter. You know, Michael Ferguson's running, as you've said in the past, he's class. We've got um, Andy Butcher's on the start line. I mean, is that is he running? I I assume he's not running because he didn't look particularly sprightly at the indoors over the weekend.
0: But I wouldn't. Mean, when's the a week before Euros the Euros, would he be doing the I 10K? Think I don't know. I don't Maybe. So. Well, I, my top three: Tom was Lachlan, but well, Adam Craig for the win. Lachlan notes oh. for second. Andy Douglas for third. But I didn't realise Andy's had some niggles. So, um, but that, that's. But then, like you say, you know, Ali Hayes there. There's oh, a wealth of of top runners: Cameron Strachan, is, Michael Ferguson,
1: Carl McKenzie, Cal Doug McKenzie. Dougie
0: Selman. Yeah.
1: Michael Christoffero, Ewan Gillam, Kyle Gregg, Kyle, yeah, <laughs> KV himself, KV. but what, I tell you what, I'm <laughs> looking for, so I'm, obviously, the one name's not on the list, well, I, I am on the start list, but I'm not running, because it's me, but I'm really looking forward to, to watching it, it's going to be a corker of a race, that is. and what's interesting, when you start looking at teams, um, and how deep some of these teams are, one thing that strikes me is, uh, Inver Clyde, I mean, that is deep. Andy Craig, Adam Craig, Andy Douglas, Sean Fontana, Mark Pollard, Craig Ruddy, to name five, and I don't. There's probably guys who are there I don't even know. Shettleston, Laka, Notes, Tewaldi, Magisteb, Daniel Bradford, Jethro Lennox, and again, those are just names that I know. So that's four strong guys. Kostorfin um, did well at the East, but you know, Calum and Dougie are strong. Beyond that, I think they're. I'm not sure they're quite the same as the other guys. Um, Central. Again, we've got Ali Hay, who is, you know, a great run he had in, in Belfast. Scott, Even if Butcher does,
0: Scott Bremner, the 45-year-old boy. Yep,
1: yeah. Ross Houston, who apparently is back training well.
0: That's good to see.
1: You've got two strong lads from Canberra Lang, Fraser Stewart and Ryan Thompson, who've had good runs recently. So, it, I mean, it's, it's really, it's interesting. On the Metro side, we've got, you know, three deep. We've got Cameron's in great shape. You've got your running uh Ben Ward's in great shape, so I think there's a uh, you know with the we don't really we've got a guy tom Doney coming down who's who's strong, so yeah we four deep, which is not enough to feature really, but it's still you know it's uh, it's yeah
0: Right, well, uh it's uh yeah i i wouldn't, i wouldn't want to pick it like no no
1: well you have <laughs> <laughs> so have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh me Well, I'm but, looking forward to racing it. I mean, I'm I'm not in a I'm not in whipper snapper shape, but I'm just going there enjoy the enjoy the occasion and to yeah. use it as a good training run for the 100k to get some speed and just to to be just to be on that start line is just great and to be fit injury free and you know it's uh, you, you do take things for granted sometimes, Tom
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean. Here's me celebrating getting out of Parkland last week. One name we didn't mention actually, I'm just looking through. I'm at the top of the list again. Is so I did Aberdeen look pretty uh, slim on the on the ground compared to their usual teams that they send out. But Miles Edwards is running. We've yet and Miles, you know, is Miles 1530 Hazlehead Park run. We've yet to see Miles. We've yet to see Miles over cross country. Let's be honest. So that I think he Miles did the East put, District.
0: He did the East District League, didn't he?
1: Ah, oh, that's right. Sorry, big you yeah. did. But anyway, national's a different kettle of fish,
0: though. That's true. And another another name I completely forgot about: Inverness Harriers, Sean Chalmers, and John Newsom. Ah, yes. So they're definitely going to be up there, I would imagine. John seems to be getting back into shape. And uh, Kenny Wilson is is Kenny running?
1: That's a good point.
0: I didn't, I, see, I didn't see him, him on the on the list. If he's running oh. again, he should be. If he isn't running, why not Kenny? Shake you out.
1: He is sorry, and the reason I didn't recognize him is down the list, Kenneth Wilson. So there's another one, Kenny Wilson. Oh me. Jacob Jacob Adkins on the list as well. Jeez, oh. I mean, it's absolutely, it's fantastic. You know, I know, in, from a strength and depth perspective, it's uh, it's it just shows the that how strong the club field is at the at the front. Yeah. A lot of Scottish internationals.
0: Well, I better make sure that I'm not the front, because I'm going to get trampled on.
1: <laughs> you gotta get on the front, and get uh, get some oh, airtime. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go out like in a a bat of hell, and die yeah, right. in the last, the first kilometer.
1: <laughs> so anyway, really excited about that. I'm going to be, I say, I'm going to be course side, and I'm going to try and get some uh, some live TRS feeds on the go. So any fans who are not there, keep an eye on the Start Running Shots Facebook page. There could be some live video feeds coming from the course.
0: Yeah. So what's your top three team-wise? Quickly.
1: Quickly, alright. Uh, Inverclyde, Shettleston
0: Castorfin. Uh, I'm gonna go for Central, Castorfin, Inverclyde.
1: Ooh, interesting. And the women's?
0: Ah, did I not say that? No. Oh god. Um,
1: I'm gonna say what do you say? I'm gonna say Metro
0: oh, for the win. Oh I like
1: it. M- Metro, Fife, Edinburgh
0: Uni. Metro, Edinburgh, Uni, Fife. Nice. There there you go. Right, Metro girls, pull your socks up, tie those shoes, make sure they don't fall off. Fantastic. Right. That was exciting. I enjoyed chatting uh, uh, about
1: that. I'm all pumped up about it now. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) You're pumped up, you're not even racing it.
1: (laughs) I know, exactly. Sad, sad
0: time. So, let's just, I suppose, right, so, on to, actual race reviews now, rather than previews, so there was quite a lot of indoor action happening in the weekend, so we had the Birmingham Indoor Grand Prix, and uh, there was some fine performances there, I believe. Did you- uh,
1: there were, yeah, I watched some of it, um, we had to head out before the, we missed Laura Muir, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, the, I guess the headline is Laura Muir running a British um, record for the mile and her 1500 split as well for the for indoor 1500 metres so you know really uh, really impressive from Laura Muir it was what 418 for the mile 418 for the mile yeah and our indoor split was uh I it was think, uh, ooh, the indoor split for
0: the the, fi- the 1500. 1500 split yeah 401 401. 401. 8. so that's also so, a new british record so she broke her own know, mark on that too Crazy.
1: And the thing is, over the mile she took she took a fair bit off. She took five seconds off it. And you know, with Laura Muir, she runs with such. We said this last week. She runs with such confidence now. I remember once seeing uh something with Mo Farah, and he was they were talking about the, the importance of you you can win a race on the start line. You know, if you, you you own the start line. You are the person. And that confidence she's got, and these national records, that'll stand her in great stead ahead of the indoors. And why the indoors, I think, will be fascinating to watch, is I, I see that that um, pardon my pronunciation, but is it. Uh, Inder Kloffersen Inder Klofferson or something the German the German uh, 1500 metre runner and oh, yeah. she's in great form so um, it's going to be a real potential classic between Laura Muir and, um, and this, I'm not going to try and say it again
0: <laughs> yeah Lisa, I'm, I'm keeping my mouth shut with pronunciation <laughs> <laughs> well while you're looking for that name Tom Kloster Hafen. there we go there we go um, so her time was obviously that was a British record she broke by five seconds, but she also broke it was a, Sc- a Scottish record which was, he- it was held by Ron Murray 4:32. Oh, wow! So she absolutely smashed that, um, which is amazing. So yeah, well done, well done to Laura for that result. Mm. And also Josh Kerr made made it two Scottish records in one day in Birmingham, uh, as he seized the mark for 1500 meters with an impressive 3:35. Running a classic race, um, which also witnessed a world record for the indoors, three thirty one. Wow! Crazy, Josh yeah.
1: he's yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a strong. It's a, I find it amazing how how strong we are at the moment in terms of fifteen hundred meter runners. You know, Josh Kerr, that's real talent. You got Crystal here, we talked about and Neil Gurley, um, Neil Gurley and um, Jake There's
0: So many folk, so many good runners just now. Holy it's, moly! It's
1: amazing. I mean, wait till these
0: boys step up the distance it's going to be carnage
1: I know so that's um, interesting yeah so Neil Gurley actually ran in the uh, the 1500 metres in Birmingham on the weekend so we had uh, um, yeah Chris let me get the results up here
0: yeah so I think yeah Chris took did you take 5th Chris take 5th place in the race 337 yeah, that's right. So
1: Chris, yeah, so that's right. So um, Josh Kerr was fourth, uh, three thirty-five, as you mentioned. Chris O'Hare was immediately behind him in three thirty-seven, and in eighth place was uh, Neil Gurley in three thirty-eight. So great for them. Um,
0: yeah. So the actual the actual GB team. Did we chat about the team for for the European indoors? Uh,
1: Who's in the we, team? We like, talked about. Who we thought might make the team, but we haven't actually talked about. Got, it. So I've yet, got the list nine here. Scots.
0: Nine Scots. Go We've it. got Andy Butcher at central. Obviously, he's doing the 3K. Zoe Clark of our, uh, our hometown Aberdeen, 400 meters in the 4x4 relay. Ailey Doyle doing the 4, 400 and 4x4 relay as well. Neil Gurley, 1500. Guy Learmonth, month. He's doing 800 meters. Eilish is doing the 3K. Laura Muir, 15 and the three. She's doubling up. Chris O'Hare's doing the 3K. And Gemma Ricky of Kilbarkin is doing the fifteen hundred, so wow. Stellar, stellar lineup. Great to see nine after oh, yeah. the team. I and mean, that makes that must make up what? One third of the team? Who knows?
1: Yeah. Wait. Pass. But yeah, really exciting.
0: Yeah, it'll be really good to watch that. So that's from the first to the third of March in Glasgow. And I believe there's still spaces. Is there still tickets? I I imagine tell it's going you, to be but sold I, out uh, soon. But so all the central uh, belters get you get your money out your pockets and go along for a cracking crackin world of athletics, a cracking mm. field of athletics. So,
1: Indeed. So, close to the home for us, anyway, this weekend, moving outdoors, it was the Kinloss to Lossiemouth Half Marathon, which is a, a, well, a well-known well race up here. It's, it's, it's exactly as it says in the tent. It starts at the rf basin can loss and you run 13.1 miles to the rf basin in mouth so uh a real a good race point to point and it was won by jsk running clubs tom roach we've talked about in the show before so tom it was 72 33 so i think that's a big pv for tom so well done shaping up well for his i assume he's running a marathon in spring he usually does i think he's doing is that, london is he london Interesting. Marathon. yeah yeah
0: very interesting. I thought he might have defended his title, or his over 40s title Sterling. Ireland. So.
1: You would have thought so, yeah. He going for a British title. Maybe. Um, and then second place was Greg Shearer of North Highland Harriers in 73 33, so exactly a minute back. And third place was Donnie McDonald, Inverness Harriers, exactly another minute back, 74 33. So um, a pretty good mix uh, there, but yeah, clear win for Tom.
0: Alright. What about the women's results? Did you
1: know what so they are? The wo- I do, yeah. So the. The first woman was Amy Hudson, Inverness Hires, in eighty four twenty seven. Second place was Marie Baxter, JSK Running Club, in eighty four fifty nine. And in third place was Lisa Allen, Fazakerley Running Club, eighty nine
0: oh one. Yeah, okay. It's it's an interesting one the that that race because when I when I went out for a run on the on the Sunday morning, I was like, God, it's a fantastic tailwind. Um. Which I, you know, because I know the direction, but obviously the wind can. I mean, I'm in Afford, I'm like you know, 50 miles away from the, from where the event start was. Um, but mm-hmm. I believe the wind was all over the place on, on Sunday, so I don't think it was. As, oh. From what, I, from what I get from the the messages, I think it was. It, it didn't really, it didn't really have a huge advantage, which, uh, which is, I suppose, a good thing and a bad thing. Um, you know, it makes the it makes the event. More, more real and Makes, a bit more raw.
1: <laughs> Make sure <laughs> keeps your times yeah. honest.
0: I mean, I was, I was actually thinking it's going to be like mental performances. If you've got an amazing tailwind, you know, you can, you can really get, you know, especially because it's along the, it's just along the coast, along the Murray Firth Yeah. Um, but nah, that wasn't the case, Tom. So, there you go. Oh
1: well. Right. So the, time, the times are fair.
0: Exact yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, so yeah, so other than that, we've also there was another event on. It was the Glasgow University 5 mile race. Yes. So I've never heard of this guy who who ran the race. Uh, they, do you know how to pronounce that?
1: <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna I'm waiting, pat- looking forward to you trying this.
0: Ma- Matty Junk Junk from Glasgow University here in so 26:41. Peter Moffat Falkirk, 26:50. David Miller and Irvin, V45, 26.55. Uh, Good old Paul Sawyer. Good to see you got at the the stage. I didn't realize it was a V40 now. Um, And uh, from the female perspective, we had the first female finisher was Michelle Sanderson, Springburn Harriers. And second place was, I believe it was Kirsty Dixon. And Christina Rankin in third place from Kilbarchan. So other than that, local results. The last result we would like to speak about, chat about, is that Armour 5K, which was held on Thursday evening. So it was a fantastic win for Steph 12. I believe she broke the nine-minute barrier for the 3K, 8.59, I think. So a really good yeah, strong performance, real confidence booster for her going into uh, the national cross country championships as well.
1: Indeed, I mean just just staying on the women's results there. So yeah, great from Steph going down the list with some more Scottish names. Kerry McCangus, nine twenty three. Now she's Kerry is popping up more and more on on her race results, and she's a real a real talent. Really exciting to see how she progresses. So Kerry MacAngus, she's a called Barkin, I believe, nine twenty three for her. Um, other Scots with Eloise Walker running 927 which is a uh, which is fantastic we also had um, Jenny Bannerman running 939 so well done Jenny Inverness Harris that's a, a big Pb for her and I think that's uh, about the crux of the Scottish women so yeah so good to see a few Scottish women in there
0: and in the men's race we had a, a dominant a dominant performance for um Adam Craig so he w- came over the line to take second place and it was a, a fairly scrambled finish on the line, I believe. Um, the winner was Topi Rutanen, Riten- who won it in a course record of 13.43, Tom. Ucha. That's a cracking time. So uh, Ucha, yeah. Craig Adam Craig, he was given a 13.45, which again is uh, an amazing time. Um, and that was actually within, also within the course record. So prior to the, the, the night, it was the course record actually stood at 13.54 Now, there was, I believe, there was 14, 14 runners under or 12 runners under 14 minutes for the 5k. Which is amazing. That's it must have been such a 12. Yeah, I mean, you're Luke, right.
1: 12 runners. Luke
0: Traynor, he, he finished in 19th place in 14. Okay, uh, he's obviously not firing in all cylinders at the moment, but 19th place in 14 12. Crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Um. crazy. and I think there was a hundred and how many I, I think it's a ridiculous number like 112 runners under 15 minutes
1: that's it's uh absolutely crazy Ali Hay had a good run as well
0: what was his time
1: Ali Hay ran 1423 he was in 29th and I actually I'm just bringing Ali up now to see if that's a like is that a PB for Ali I
0: don't think yeah, it, it is. is. Well, I, it I, is maybe, yeah. maybe on the yeah, track. I know. I think on the track he's ran
1: faster. Yeah, I he's So ran. He's, he's PB. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, he's run 1407. You're absolutely right, Carl. Four- 1407. He's run on the track. So yeah. Apologies, Ali That's uh. But yeah. Anyway, that's still. I mean. Yes. Seriously, seriously shifting. Um. Other Scots on the list: James Donald, Dundee Hawks. 1424. We mentioned he got a late call up. Um. Who else? Luke Caldwell. He's he Scottish.
0: Um, I, 14, think I think he's 1426. yeah he is Scottish he, he's representing Scotland in the I think it was the, the 10,000 metres in the Commonwealth okay. Games or the marathon uh, in right, Glasgow okay. or maybe not but I think it was Glasgow he represented so
1: So Luke was 14.26 with James Hode uh, who's an Aberdeen runner 14.27, Del- Derek Hawkins 14.27 as well Uh, so yeah a few Scottish lads in there, Michael Ferguson, Aberdeen 14.30 who else do we have from Scotland? I think that's probably it of the Scottish runners. The last one. Oh no, sorry, big upon Cal McKenzie, 1439. Oh. So, Did yeah. It? Lewis, Lewis Rayborn, 1444. So, a fair few Scotch lads in there. Gavin Smith, 1444. Um, <sighs> Fraser Stewart, 1448. We mentioned him before as well. Um, yeah, so it's quite a few. That's all on page one. And Max Malarvi, we'll finish with him. Uh, 96 position in 1454 Holy moly. Like, VP of Glasgow so yeah unreal unreal field we said this last week I said oh, it's one of those races everyone talks big game but oh yeah I should go over to Arma we should go over to Arma <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: just, <laughs> let's get ourselves over there Tom let's get ourselves yeah. fit and healthy and speedy and see how we get on eh so you, you need to have, you
1: need to have, uh, you need to have qualified there with sub 16 so oh dear. You need oh. to you yeah so that, that on on be, that's my, my that's <laughs> That's, that'll be a revised goal
0: for oh, the year. Oh, God, eh? geez oh. Gone to the days I used to split that. Not anymore. My God. Well, anyway, right. where were we? So that's that rounds yeah, up exactly. the results. Where, so I think that that brings us nicely into chat about the... Well, not even to chat about it. For me to chat about the interview with Rob Turner. So this is the second part of the interview. We've got, uh, yeah, a real good insight to his... Ultra performances, his training, and his goals for the for the upcoming season as well. So here it goes, Tom. Listeners, enjoy. Yeah. So yeah. So what about running laps and how do you find? I, I think you, we spoke about it before the show. You, I think you, yeah. You, you mentioned that it ticks off quite quickly.
2: It did, well, it has ticked off quite quickly, but I think different people approach it different ways. I don't, I, I more or less, I, I don't, I count it as laps rather than mileage. So, um, in Wales with 13, no, in Croatia had 13 laps, and it was just a matter of counting laps that you were doing rather than counting the, the miles that you were covering. And do you I don't count the helps,
0: laps, sir? Or, or did someone yeah. else count the laps?
2: somebody counts the laps but you kind of always really know what lap you're on yeah. probably um, I, well I am anyway I'm quite aware of what lap I'm normally on uh, and I think that I think that helps me I don't think about how far I've got to go you know I don't think oh God, we've got 40 kilometres still to yeah. or, And I just think about like this is a lap I'm doing um, I think a lot of people talk about what they call it mindfulness and what have you and being in the moment and everything I think that's pretty true but I don't do it in any kind of probably don't do it in any kind of conscious effort of being mindful. You know, i probably just, maybe I'm just not bright. And I just think about, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, can't think too far in the future. I can anyway.
0: relate to that for me anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I just always think about what lap I'm on and how I'm feeling rather than how many I've got to go. And then I'll, I'll maybe count how many I've done. And yeah. I've, I certainly don't look at what I've got ahead of me because, well, there's no point. Um, But I think when we, I was men- when we were speaking earlier, I was mentioning it was a good idea that uh, James Stewart was in the team and Marco Consani was in the team, and we were all we we're all kind of working together. In Perth, it was a really horrible windy and wet day. So um, the way the, the way the lap works, it's kind of exposed towards the river and then protected um, at the other side where the houses and buildings and trees are. So round by the river was directly into the southwesterly wind. So we kind of just took it in turns to take, our, take a take a lap at the front, yeah. uh, and I think that really helped and um, James and Marco were quite funny guys as well, so they were keeping everybody entertained, <laughs> um, which was quite good, you know. So there was that kind of banter and what have you going on as well, and um, the, you know the laps just ticked by. Yeah. Um, it got a bit, it got a bit lonely once those kind of those guys uh, started running into a wee bit of bother, but by that point you're just concentrating on yourself anyway, and the, and um, concentrating on your own your own race after that, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it was funny actually because at the British Championships in Wales last year. One of the English coaches was walking round the course and shouting encouragement when you went past them, and um, I remember that just before, probably between seventy and eighty k, Anthony Clark had put on a, a good two, three, maybe even four or five minutes ahead of me. Um, he was leading the race and I was in second. And uh, Norman Wilson said the race doesn't start until fifty miles and eighty kilometers in. I uh, remember, I'll never forget it because it actually that's when the racing did actually start for that race, you know. So oh, really? that 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 first, yeah, that's that first part of the race is just really getting yourself ready for the for that last hmm. twenty five kilometres, so really.
0: what, what about? Your pace. I mean, were you? Are you here? I'm. I'm getting some tips here. <laughs> what was <laughs> your...
2: Sorry,
0: you're a teammate. You so, yeah, that's, that's there, it. it. Teammate now. Yeah, individual. <laughs> What's um? So did did you start off like? Did you have consistent pace? Or were you looking at your pace? Or were you were you wanting to do a negative split? Or did you just like you say, you just ran and to, to um, how you feel? Or?
2: I think um, so. The British champs. I had a particular pace in mind and um, I just set off at that pace and I just went to see how long I could keep it. Uh, I was fairly consistent up until the last few laps where it started to go a wee bit A wire. Um, it was kind of up and down, I started getting a wee bit of cramp, so I was kind of pulling over and stretching out crampy quads, uh, crampy uh, hamstrings, and what have you. But yeah, I think negative splitting 100k. Oh, I'm not sure that's possible. <laughs> You'd have to be something pretty special to do that, I think, unless you took go, it far too easy in the first yeah, to a, get...
0: 10-minute miles and, and then uh, bring yeah. that down after. Oh, God. Um, I so... think
2: consistent pacing is the key, though. When I look at people like... um, uh, There's a guy from Wales, um, Daniel Weston. When he ran Perth, he ran 10 minutes a lap, 10 minutes a lap, 10 minutes a lap. If you look at his splits all the way through the race, and then you look at Ant-Clark... Uh, in Croatia 30 minutes a lap it was a four, four, 4 and a bit miles I think it was 30 minutes a lap 30 minutes a lap all the way from beginning to the end so I think if you can lock into a pace and then just continue to run that the entire day for the entire 6 to 7 to whatever whatever you're doing Yeah. I think that's probably key so make sure your your pace is right for your effort level and and then just stick by it and, and, and hope that you can just uh, carry it right through to the end of the race mm-hmm. and then- you do how, sorry?
0: What were you gonna say? And don't and don't and uh, you don't want a sprint finish. Yeah, in the right. end either. <laughs> I've had that before, but that was on a fifty k. I don't know if you can <laughs> sprint a hundred at the end. But, oh God. Oh, but what what's so? How do you know what pace you you know what what pace you're gonna run at? Like, I, I think this is gonna kind of segue into training and, and how you you train for all it. Right. So, what's um what if you don't mind? What's your sort of typical training week? look like generally lead
2: up to uh, my typical training week um, um, so there's a couple of sessions in there there's a long run um, and then there's a lot of just easy running in between uh, the sessions will vary from short intervals long intervals hill reps long hill reps um, and then I'll have a long run at the weekend as the race approaches we'll start to build in a wee bit more um kind of race pace efforts within the long run, um, just to try and get the body ready for it. Yeah. I noticed you were out doing were you're doing thirty miles at six fifteen pace or something like I, that?
0: That's crazy. I, that's not my hundred k pace. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my my pace at the moment. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I, don't know I could. not cope with that, even if it was. I, I don't know if I could do thirty miles
2: at hundred k pace. Oh. Right, to be honest, you know, I'm not, what six weeks out from the race. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a typical week. Um, in terms of mileage, I don't really even count it anymore. I used to be, oh, I used to be kind of dogmatic about. Oh, I need to. I need to hit. Yeah. 100 miles a week, I need to hit 120 miles a week, but that's probably what got me into a lot of trouble in the past. Okay. So, you know, Paul Giblin is my coach and he sets my training up, and I just do it to the letter, to yeah. be honest with you. I don't I question it when I need to question it, but I, I prefer just to do what he tells me and, and, and I
0: don't, no,
2: mileage, no questions.
0: Mileage, <laughs> uh, sorry? No questions, just do it and then uh, do it and shut up and get on. Well, with it's worked, it. you
2: know, it's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, You know, uh, touch wood and all that kind of for good luck and everything but i picked up with paul in august 2017 and i haven't picked up any major injuries i've had that consistency for a year and a half now okay um because he's really big on mobility uh strength and conditioning and all that kind of stuff that i kind of neglected in the past or did it in fits and starts and what have you but um he's really you know I, i use training peaks for my to log my training he puts my plan on and then I log my training against that. But it's not just running. you will stick in my mobility exercises. He'll stick in my um, strength and conditioning training as well as all the, the running and all that. So yeah. And including and the rest. So you feel really accountable yeah. because it's sitting there on your screen. Um, so I really have to do it. And you know, by the end of the week, I want that whole training peak screen to, to go a green colour rather than have pockets of red everywhere.
0: Yeah, okay. So,
2: um, so I'm really I think I know we're kinda of segueing here, but um I think that's one of the keys to my consistency over the last eighteen months is Paul's brought my mileage down probably. So I'm maybe not setting that injury risk area quite so much. Yeah. And um I'm doing a lot more mobility, um, and strength work that I've ever done before. So and I think I think all of these all of these athletes do that and I think you can see I think you can see in the consistency and the athletes that he trains, uh you can see that the very very rarely are they injured. You know they, they can they can keep going.
0: Okay, that's really interesting to hear. Um, because yeah. I think I think a lot of running coaches and are all very much stuck on the idea of running, 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 and not taking any note of the other elements of, of part. You know the you know S and C mobility diet. Um, yeah. I'm not saying you you know you have to go into diet, but um, yeah, taking the whole I think again. I mean, I, I've started doing a, a, a bit of coaching as well, and um, just just for just some just for something to do, really. And uh, you know, I'm passionate about running, and uh, yeah, I, I find you know everyone's different, and and lifestyle is certainly such a such a huge factor as well. Especially when maybe as a junior it's easy, but when you're a bit older, there's so many other you know but things in the way that you've got to overcome. You know, work commuting oh, I... and kids and and all that thing all that type of things so that's uh, a that really good become, I know
2: you're about to become a dad aren't you As yeah well, I know yeah so congratulations that, um, thank uh, that'll you be a, that'll be a new angle and a new <laughs> a new angle to your training and running and what have you, oh, well, I know. you know, I'm yeah. sure you'll cope I've got uh, two kids and it's um it's just a matter of uh, switching things around a wee bit you know? Yeah, that's, that's what I do anyway I just I use my my commute is basically my training okay so I'll, I'll run to work or I'll run back from work or or what have you, uh, and get the sessions in, or I'll go to lunchtime and get the hill reps in, or whatever I need to do, you know, just to get it done. Right. And then I can come home at night, you know, and spend time with the kids and, and my wife.
0: That's, that's quite a good time management then. Yeah. So, like, how far is your commute then, is it?
2: Uh, well, I've got, uh, I'm 13 miles from the office, so, yeah. um, you know, i maybe have a, sometimes I'll have a Wednesday long run. I'll just run all the way home. Yeah, okay. Um, And then other times I'll have maybe, I don't know, a speed session, so i run along the canal in Edinburgh um, and do the speed work on the canal and get to the train station and take the train home. Okay. Um, that kind of thing. So just, I just try and work it in, work it into my way home or my way into work.
0: Wow, okay. That's, it seems suggest- to work very well. Yeah, I, I think Don Ritchie was, uh, he was a big believer in commuting. I think when he was a lecturer, he was commuting into the, the college and coming back and that's what he did and it worked for him, so we worked for him again. You know, Work for you as well, and work for us. Absolutely, <laughs> good stuff. Right, so I think I've, I was going to speak about diet as as well. And mm-hmm. have you found have you you know since you've been you've been with Paul is, is is Paul giving you any diet advice or is it just mainly about your you know are you happy enough with what you eat during the during the day and, and every day? Have you changed that at all? Are you are you a vegan? Yeah. Uh...
2: No, I'm not. I'm not vegan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, I think um, he, he'll offer advice about diet, but I think he's pretty much do what you do do it works for you. Yeah, and uh, be a wee bit more conscious about what you're doing. Um, you know, try not to do. I, I agree with it wholeheartedly. You know, try not to do anything that's detrimental to to your running, and you know, you know, don't don't uh, set a big Steak pie and then go out for a run because it's just going to sit in your stomach or what have you, or don't gorge and whatever. You know, just a sort of basic advice. I, I've got, a, I've actually got a real, real interest in diet, so, um. And have you found? Not, a, a, I, probably diets the wrong word. I Don't really
0: like using the, the term diet. Yeah. And, uh, probably just nutrition. And have you have you found any, you know, something that works for you? You know, have it after a hard session. Do you? Do you have more protein, or do you do you just do you eat the same kind of every day, or when you go out for a long uh, run? And
2: are you? I think I think what all I try to do is uh, I try to eat uh, as close to the uh, raw nature of the food as I can. I think that's the only thing I can say I do. Yeah. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of fads out there just now, and, and people are getting a lot hung up on what they call them um, Paleolithic diets or ketogenic diets and what have you and there's a lot of stuff out there and a lot of probably misinformation as well and you know i think all i do is i just try and eat a normal balanced diet uh, a mixture of proteins fats carbohydrates lots of fruit lots of vegetables and i just try and eat as close to the to nature i suppose as i possibly can yeah and then you know i like beer and i like wine and i like chocolate so i'll have them every now and again Uh, sometimes too much and you know whatever it doesn't really bother me Um, I try not to get hung up on it Uh, I think there's a lot of people get hung up on diet and food and can get themselves into a bit of trouble so um, I just try and I just try and do some I just try and do it normally like without getting too hung up on on what I'm doing and and how it's affecting me and what have you yeah
0: sounds sounds pretty good advice so just going back to to Paul so he's talking Recently, we, we chatted about it on the, the podcast uh, but the P- Pylon Endeavor on, I think it was, when was it, November? Oh, last it? November, yeah, yeah Pylon Pylon Endeavor, yeah. yeah. So how, how did that go? I mean, the it got, it raised a huge amount of, of money for, for charity, it was incredible.
2: It did, aye. Uh, it was oh, 22 grand, I think, is what the, the finishing total was. That's it's amazing. a phenomenal amount of money that's raised for um, the Sam H charity, so yeah. the Scottish Association for Mental Health. Um, so it kind of came about from Paul it's his idea Um, I think he normally does some kind of winter challenge he's done it in the past not overly uh, publicised them you know he's just gone ahead and done them off his own back just for a a personal challenge but I think he wanted to change things around this year and and do something for other people and um, he just picked up a group of guys that um, he knows or he trains and you know he coaches them um, picked a group of guys who he thought might be capable of running a double West Highland Way in twenty four hours. Um, with the um, with a sort of background of the you know raising awareness on mental health, um, it was a phenomenal weekend. Um, I mean, I, last year I ran, I won the British Championships, I went to South Africa and ran comrades, um, I represented GB in the World Hundred K Champs. And then I got an invite over to a 50k in China, which I took up as well. But really? I have to say, the the best weekend in terms of running from last year was that uh, Pylon Endeavour weekend. Oh, really? Uh, Why? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Out of all those things, it was such a special uh, special weekend with some really, really uh, special people.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. It was, it was absolutely phenomenal. The people that came out just to support, it took their own... I mean, there was guys out there... For the full 24 hours and longer, um, you know, just giving up their weekends to come and help us.
0: That's amazing. Uh,
2: to try and do it. And yeah. uh, there was people all over the course. There was uh, a couple of the girls were up there lighting up places like Lundavra at 3am, 4am in the morning, and yeah. fairy lights up and things like that. Wow. <laughs> it was just brilliant. I mean, uh, it, was, it was absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, um, we were gutted, we never made the 24 hours. We were six minutes over, but at the end of the day, uh, we were get I was hearing stories, and we were getting uh, experiences of uh, guys opening up about what their own struggles with mental health and what they were. And I think that was the that was what was important about it. It was about raising awareness of um, mental health in Scotland, particularly yeah. amongst uh, particularly amongst men. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we were getting some of the guys in the team were getting were getting guys in their work coming up to them when they found out what was going on getting up, coming up to the work to them you know and opening up about their own struggles even yeah. a couple of the guys a couple of the guys on the team themselves uh, were quite open and, and vocal about their own uh, personal battles with yeah. uh, depression and other mental health issues you know so um i think even if we raised all that money and i'm sure it'll go to a brilliant cause and sam h will, will use it brilliantly but um you know even if one person uh i think even if one person was was got some kind of inspiration or turned their life around or whatever i think that would have been a successful successful weekend for us i think but, um, i think it has
0: been you know from from what i know and from what i've heard and just the sheer the story behind it all it's there's just positivity oozing out of it, and,
2: uh, it um,
0: and 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 you know from from negative experiences comes positive experiences which i think's amazing so yeah yep. congratulations and on, on that achievement and you know for, for your whole year last year it's just a phenomenal year and um it's inspiring i think you've inspired me you know and you've inspired other people to to continue with ultra running regardless of how old you are and like you know and just the sheer goals that you've got so that kind of brings me on to my next question is what what's what are you looking you know what's your future goals have you got any any major running goals that you would, you'd like to share with us? Or are you, uh,
2: you keep them close uh, so, to your well, chest? <laughs> the next one, obviously, is uh, the British Champs in five, six weeks' time. Yeah. They'll be up against your good self and some other very fast guys. So, um, there will be that race. Um, that's the kind of main target for this year. Uh, or for certainly for the first six months of this year. Um, there are... There's a couple of things in later in the year that I, I fancy doing. I wanted to. Last year was a pretty big year, and I ran in the roads the entire year as well. And um, the Pylon Endeavour weekend at the tail end of the year kind of reignited my love of the trails and mountains and what have you. So um, I'd like to just go and have a wee bit of fun. I think next year and not be so caught up in a lot of hard road races. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm not. I won't, I'm not going to enter any. I've I no plans to enter anything else in 2019 other than maybe a couple of local or low-key trail races just to go out and have a bit of fun rather than target them yeah um i might i might there's something bubbling under the radar at the minute um for me that i might pick up in september um i'm still kind of mulling that over yet and that's, that'll be a pretty big event so uh, i can't really say much about it just now because if i say it on here and everyone hears it then i'll probably be held to it. And I'll do it <laughs> As now, as well so, made, is that, is that, that, is that, that UTMB? Mind it's, <laughs> not UT, it's not UTMB, is it? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely that's an, not.
0: That's in August, so.
2: <laughs> no, it's something. It's something in the UK, but. Um,
0: oh, amazing! Put
2: yeah. it's, uh, it's a big step up for me. And I, I'm, okay. I'm not entirely sure if I want to do it yet, or or even if I want to do it at all. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, like I touched on it earlier, I really do fancy giving a road marathon a good crack. So. Um, I might I might look at something like Valencia late in the year, you know, just to maybe have a oh, be good. A, right good, a right good go at a, a road marathon if yeah. I can get myself really fit for it. So um, that's about it. Yeah, I'm, you know.
0: I think the plan
2: uh, is really to try and get a half decent time in yeah, yeah. six weeks to see if we can see if I can make another GB team yeah. the following year. So that's really the goal for the first first half of the year.
0: That sounds, that sounds a, a fairly good line-up there. Um, so I think you can be. You can be part of the tartan running shorts team that goes to to Valencia. I think uh, Tom's keen, you're keen. My wife, she's keen. After she has a baby. Uh, Excellent. So, so yeah, I'll, let's, I'll, get we'll, that, let's get that organised. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll get the
0: we'll get the tartan running shorts uh, all ready to go for for December. <laughs> it's
2: funny you should say tartan running shorts. You know because see when I was a kid and I was I was running, uh, my shorty short tartan running shorts were my favourite
0: ones. Have you still got them?
2: No. no, I don't think so. There were they were Ron Hill ones as well. That's the same yeah. ones, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you like to say Ron Hill on the on the show, ah? yeah, no yeah.
0: No, nobody sponsors us, so <laughs> 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 yeah. Good. We we actually spoke to. Well, we, there might be a possibility that they've still got the same design, so we're uh, yeah, no fingers way. fingers crossed. We might get them re reinstated with our our undecided TRS logo <laughs> I
2: don't know if I would still get into them you know what, I'd probably be, I'd probably be arrested for exposure
0: <laughs> oh god, yeah, they're pretty they're fairly <laughs> short, yeah, I mean I can, I've can, i got to wear things underneath them now but, it's, it's memories though <laughs> absolutely, maybe two vivid memories, but hey oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I've got one, before we go into the fartlet questions, I've got one other question to, to ask it um, Go on. So what's you know, as an athlete or a, you know, an athlete listen to this, regardless if they're you know they've just started running or if they're a seasoned ultra runner, what would be your number one bit of advice that you would give them?
2: Oh. Somebody who wants to pick up an ultra for the first time.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, any, any yeah, let's or someone who's a beginner runner. In right. fact, well, let's do it two ways. So a complete beginner runner who just wants to get into running and or a runner who wants to get into ultra running. How does that Okay. Sound?
2: So if a beginner runner, and I remember being a beginner runner not too long ago, I think I would say is stick with it. You'll eventually enjoy it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and somebody who wants to run their, an ultra for the first time is work on your nutrition. Right,
0: okay. That's, that's pretty good advice I've, in, in in hindsight for, for me as well after that 80 miler but... oh
2: and what the other, sorry another wee bit of advice for the, for the ultra runner is work out where your chaff bits are <laughs>
0: that's a really good bit of advice actually
2: because that shower afterwards will be brutal <laughs> if you don't
0: oh god and we've all been there I'm sure
2: oh yeah <laughs> absolutely
0: ah brilliant right so fartlek questions are you are you ready go on favorite shoe nike
2: vaporfly four <laughs> percent oh
0: you're not one of them as well are you oh god you and tom god well so have you got a pair oh yeah yeah always I, got a pair and, and what's your, are you wearing them for the ultra the 100k or is it too long for no i wear them i
2: wore them i wore them always last year yeah for yeah uh, you know I'm not sure about the 4% thing. I don't know if it's true or not, but um, for me, it's the cushioning.
0: Yeah, I was going like to say they're that. It's a
2: really, really good cushioning. Yeah. I think that's that's what that's what's clinches the deal for me. And, and it, it really and it stays right. soft. You know, it doesn't get... I've had other shoes like uh, um, Adidas Ultraboosts or what else have had? Like ultra shoes. And over time, even in a, in a race, it just gets harder and harder and harder. You know, the, the foam gets yeah. compressed so much. Well, the, the Nikes don't seem to do that. And and you get that same kind of soft feeling all the way through, um, and 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 I think what is it the the there's a kind of I, I would say it's a myth. I don't know if Nike do it, so you could buy more shoes. But they say that it's a hundred hundred mile shoe, and that's it done. Yeah, I've had I've had two pairs of the four percents, and they've both done over a thousand miles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Jeez. Yeah,
2: I mean they have been absolutely gushed by the end of it. Yeah. But, um, worn through to the midsole and things like that, but I mean, I've still used still them. Wearing them. I still get that same that same cushioning in them. So,
0: oh, there you go. God. Well, okay, well, that, that's that's good to know. I think Nike should sponsor this podcast. They might have, uh, they might have, the might have people who rave on about these vapour flies. Oh. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: anyway. Right. So previous meal.
2: pre rest meal. Eh, uh... Normally I'd have something like a, a salad with salmon or avocado, something like that. Something okay. light. I don't like too much in my stomach the night before a race, so yeah. something light.
0: A Casio GPS watch. So
2: Casio got a calculator on it.
0: Oh no, that's. Uh, I do remember those ones though. That's. Uh, that's going back, back, back a good bit of time now, isn't it?
2: See, <laughs> so the interesting thing is, you don't need a GPS watch on a lap, on a lap. Uh, 100k, so but what you do need, especially when it gets towards 60, 70, 80 kilometres, is something to be able to do mathematics for you. <laughs> so the Casio with a calculator would be, the perfect be brilliant. I have
0: to have a look and see if you can get them. I don't even know if you can, but oh, that would be brilliant. Definitely find that. <laughs> Favourite race?
2: Favourite race? Um, I think anything on the West Highland way, to be honest with you.
0: Okay. And five kilometre road race or a hill race?
2: Uh oh, five K road race. Okay.
0: Favourite distance? Ten mile. Ten mile? Oh, okay. Yeah. Scottish Hills or the Alps?
2: Scottish Hills.
0: Aye, right, nice. Favourite beer?
2: Uh, anything from Bavaria?
0: Okay. Po-
2: Pol polliner.
0: polliner? I've never heard of that one.
2: Yeah. Polliner. I think it's called Polliner. Okay
0: googling that german,
2: german beer
0: yeah one mile race or a 24-hour race <laughs> uh, one mile now have you got any thoughts about doing the 24-hour ultra
2: nope no <laughs>
0: <laughs> i noticed that uh, J- james Stewart got picked for the the gb team for the 24 uh, hours I, I
2: saw that today actually that's a really really strong lineup i think yeah. they do really well
0: that's uh, that's uh, really exciting to see him in the team, and I uh, think yeah. Grant McDonald as well, who's he's uh, also in the team. Another,
2: he's another. He's coached by Paul as well, okay. as James. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a really, really strong team. All, All the guys right. in there are over, well over two hundred and fifty, close to two hundred and sixty kilometers in twenty four hours. They've got a really, really strong team for the World Champs. Yeah. So I hope they do really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. I still can't get my <laughs> head around running that period of time, but. Oh, who knows. I've 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 done eighteen you hours. Speak to James about it. Eighteen hours wasn't running; it was walking half of it. So can't say <laughs> I've I can't say I've done it, <laughs> or even half of it yet. But favorite session. Favorite session.
2: Uh, long tempo reps. Okay. So one mile to two mile reps, short rest. Um. Yeah. Enjoy them more. Nice. Pump up music. Pump up music. Uh. Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, all the kind of 70s rock music.
0: Right, okay. Do you, uh, do you listen to music or do you, this isn't a fartlet question, but it's one that I'm interested in. When you go out for long runs, what do, you, do you listen to a podcast or, or is it music uh, or is it a mix? Or do of, you...
2: I mix it up. Sometimes I don't listen to anything, yeah. uh, long runs I'll take a couple of podcasts, and if there's If I'm doing a session or something like that, then, or even if there's a session in that long, then I'll probably have some music on.
0: Yeah, okay. I just mix mix it up. Yeah.
2: It just depends how I feel in the morning when I'm setting up my phone.
0: Yeah, okay. The TRS must be the, hopefully, it's uh, on the top of the list. Yeah, it's always first. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll know all about this question Beer mile time. What do you think you could run a beer mile in?
2: You know, what's what's the record? It's about five minutes or something. I think it, it? could
0: even be four minutes something. Uh,
2: ah, maybe, it's ridiculous.
0: Maybe, it is, yeah. And maybe it is five minutes. I, I've I've got a feeling it might be sub five, but.
2: You know but, what? I I don't even think I could drink a beer in four minutes. Uh, you know, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I I envy these people who seem to be able to just open up their throat and pour beer in. I know.
0: You know those guys. But what's the point though? Like, I enjoy having a beer. Like, why would you just want yep. to down it though? You know, i've got
2: friends that can do that yeah. like with yards yards of ale it disappears ah. in three seconds <laughs> i would be i would be nursing that <laughs> all night
0: that would kill me i think i mean i've done a couple of beer miles and oh they, they call it the chunder mile in scotland i think but
2: yeah and it was it's that, with
0: proper you know pints of tenants or the the half liters of, of tenants it's horrendous
2: the americans do it with little bottles though don't they it's, yeah um, is it 250ml bottles or something, something or like that? that so it's
0: yeah. Like, it's, just not it's like even... a couple of gulps. Yeah, yeah. What's the point? It's just... Yeah, it doesn't make...
2: So if we're talking pints of lager...
0: Pints of lager.
2: Pints of, lager, beer, yeah, pints of foamy say, lager
0: in a, in a glass. There you go.
2: See, I quite like to sit down and have a beer, so... I, I, I'd minutes. go for about 25 minutes or something <laughs> like that, maybe. <laughs> sit down and run a four <laughs> <beer. laughs> But I suspect all of you to... If you to get at this moment in time, I haven't drank anything since New Year. So if I had to do a beer mile now, you'd probably have to carry me home or put me in a taxi <laughs> or something like that. You know,
0: the, this, the, the 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 smell of beer will just get you. way <laughs> so To the end. So a DNF, the first DNF. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: DNF for a beer
0: mile. <laughs> when we be the leaderboard, it'll be this time, Rob Turner, DNF.
2: Yeah. DNF, what happens when we get carried off in an ambulance
0: yeah yeah that's it so well, right well I think other than that that's I think that's all I've got so no other right. thing I was going to say is, so
2: you've, you've got a
0: fairly in-depth blog um, can you tell us where to find that and any other ways that we can follow you
2: Um, yeah I, I don't update it as often as I should um, it's just robertturner.blog um, yeah. Instagram's howknowbob Uh, as is Twitter and then just Robert Turner on Facebook something like that
0: okay brilliant so yeah if you want to follow listeners feel free
2: so well that's
0: that's amazing thanks so much for that Rob and uh, yeah hopefully you continue to listen to to Tartan Running Shorts as one of our our top five top five in the tier (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I, love I it. might not
2: listen to my I might not listen to, if you put me on I might not listen to that one. Oh, well, li- n- n- you
0: know? n- do, do you like listening to yourself? You I listen hate listening, to, listening to, to myself. I hate it. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I I I don't know what it is, but I, I sometimes listen to it, but very rarely I mean I it's more it's more Tom's voice I like the sound of. So. <laughs> Yeah. His, uh, his, Tom's his... head's just swollen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he will be. He'll be loving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Right, well, thank you so much again, Rob, and well, look forward to seeing you next month. Absolutely. The Hope Games. the training so... goes
2: well. Um, we'll see you in Perth.
0: Yeah, you too. Right, cheers. Bye. Cheers out. Bye bye. Right.
1: Great, thanks again, Rob, for joining us. That's uh, that's really good. I can say that because I actually have listened to the interview, Kyle. Oh, uh, well Dan, look at that. Rob, first so second Rob, to hear yeah, it. Absolutely, exactly. So, Rob, you and me, two thirty showdown end of the year. <laughs> I love it. I'll see, I'll see you in
0: Valencia. <laughs> I hope to. I hope My, old man, he, he did say he was going along to it some. Uh, yeah, testing. You've 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 passed the test, Tom. You definitely have listened to it.
1: I have, yeah. Oh so uh, no, was, uh anyway very so enjoyed having you on rob yeah, thank you tom. Uh,
0: not tom thanks rob again
1: <laughs> you're welcome
0: <laughs> oh, okay so you you've mentioned something that i never even realized there was two 5k world records set in monaco this weekend i believe
1: yes there were so then this is what i wanted to do to discuss and debate is so, so yesterday i saw the headline that uh, Julian Wanders and Sifan Hassan had broken the, the 5k world records uh, to in 13:29 and 14:44, um, you know, respectively. And I just thought I didn't see the times. I just saw a world record being broken. I thought, oh my god, that's incredible. And it was only when I was speaking to some of the lads over the weekend. It was it was uh, a shout out to Cameron Strack, and he pointed out that that's not that much quicker than what most folk are running in armour.
0: I know. I was going to say I, that's I, only uh, like 13 14 seconds slower than the world record.
1: So the reason for this is that the distances, the five k on the road, the distance was only recognised as a world record event by the IWF in January 2018, with previous faster times ineligible for world record status. So the actual fastest ever five k time on the road is 13 flat by Sammy Kipketer in 2000, and the, the quickest female time is 14:32, which was run by Jocelyn Chip Goskay in 2017. Um, so that's a I'm, Credit to fast running here. I'm taking their words for granted here. Um, so what do you reckon about that? This non-backdating of it? So,
0: excuse me if you never said, I don't you did say it. Why are they doing this?
1: Um, they're saying that... Um,
0: do we know? It doesn't really say. It just says they're backdating it.
1: No, it doesn't actually say it. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, the only thing I can see is that they're saying... When world record recognition for the world road event was introduced, the IWF stated that, for some reason, they just stated it would start on January 1st, if the performances were equal to or better than 1310. So, if on January 2nd, I'd gone out and run my 1830 at Hayside Park run, they weren't having it. <laughs> it, it, was a, it would only count if it was quicker than 1310. Um, but what's interesting is they've now I guess they've decided not to go for that and they're just giving it to Julian Wonders at thirteen twenty.
0: it doesn't make any sense. It just It makes stupid. no sense. Like surely a five K you're gonna measure the course anyway. Would you not if you're gonna do a five K you're gonna measure the course it's got to be an accurate distance. So why can why can none of those events in from the first of January in twenty eighteen count? It doesn't make any sense.
1: It makes no sense. Oh I'll go to shite. So I I think for me the if the 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 event and I, I don't have the details to mind but if the event that Sam Kipkito ran, um thirteen flat in is known is is reg- was measured they've got evidence of that just give it the world record you know this it's a it's a nonsense and it's cheating some it's cheating people the opportunity to be a world record holder.
0: I, what I was going to say was initially when I read that article I thought it was going to apply to all distances in all events. Because of drugs and doping in the sport, which if you were gonna, I mean, okay, this it, it, it brings us on to another completely different subject and opens a huge can of worms. But you know, if you if you're gonna start off by by doing that, whoever gets the world record has to be tested for drugs. Mm. But th- this okay. isn't the point, is it? This is just all about no, just no, it's not. It's the fastest ever 5K time in the road.
1: Exactly, it's, it's weird. I don't, uh, I, I really
0: don't, weird. I really don't get it. I, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But
1: I guess what it does mean is that over the next year, we're probably going to see the 5K world record be broken a few times.
0: Well, hopefully there's a, a wee money incentive there for those fast, fast mm. guys. Some of our Scottish 5K guys. I mean, Andy Bootchutz ran a a 13, 1309 for a five thousand. Okay, it's on the track, but there you go, Andy. Get yourself fit and fit and ready to do a five k on the road and smash that world record.
1: So there you go. That's and that so that is the only real news we've got this week. I think everything else has been. We've, I mean, the other stuff was British team for the champs. We talked about that already. So so yeah, a bit of a dry week.
0: Bit of a dry week, Tom. You're bored. you're bored out your. You're bored out your mind. Eh? You're you know what it is. You're just sad that Fiona's away just now. You're on your lonesome. You're speaking to Kyle on a Monday night. A blue Monday day.
1: Oh Monday. Oh. Actually, I, I I like speaking to you on Monday. I like doing it. On a, I like. I think it's a good recap. But everything's fresh in mind yeah. from the weekend. I well, will tell
0: again. you what. I know it'll cheer you up, Tom. Some running rants. Oh, give me the right. running rants. So we've had some fantastic running rants this week. Um, so the first one I'm going to chat about is Craig Hughes. So thank you, Craig Hughes, for your rant. So I'm just going to read it word for word, okay? Okay, so the rant is when folk label a run on Strava as super easy or slow run, and you know, in reality, the pace is practically 5K race pace for them. What makes it even worse is when the heart rate data is on there and their super easy run has them averaging at 185 beats per minute, which is quite high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a similar note, a guy down at Parkrun has a PB of, I think it's like around 19 minutes, and when he ran a 19 twenty two he titled it on Strava as a Temple Park Run. Come off it, mate. <laughs> and finally, cheers and keep up the great work. So thank you so much for that, Craig. Um he's uh I think his next race he's got a ten K trail race in Castorfin Hill in Edinburgh cool. in three weeks. So good luck with the training there. So what do you make of that, Tom?
1: So I, I think he's spot on. I think it's I mean, I don't know, I guess it's people nobody wants to put it out there, um i'm shit you know everyone <laughs> wants to try and be, be sort of boost themselves up i love the fact that he's checked the heart rate i love it <laughs> i think uh, that's that's some serious um some stalking action the what but yeah i get what he says i mean i've, I've seen people who will do that like, each to their own maybe it's just you know self-promotion exercise but my favorite part of his one is the it's the tempo park run <laughs> i've seen that many times people who do a race and they call it like oh running at his tempo I and mean, you think, or you know, or steady, steady, ten, steady 10k, and you're and it's a ball here off their, their PV. I mean, maybe they maybe they just talked a big game and then didn't deliver. And also, a tempo park run, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking when I read that, have I ever done that before? I don't know if I have, but sometimes it might be a wee tactic, in I, I there. Think I, like. You yeah. know when you're running, right? And I've, I used to do this as a junior when I was running. And I'd be in the front, well, maybe not in the front, or wherever I was in the race, it doesn't matter. And I know there's always runners behind you who might be faster than you. Or you want to try and put them off somehow. So I used to always uh, loosen my arms and just put them down by my, uh, down by my hips, okay. just to show that it was easy.
1: Ah, uh, it was
0: easy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you, you know, nine, 99% of the time it wasn't bloody easy. I'm, I'm breathing out my ass, but. It was just a good tactic for me to go. Ah, yeah, this is a, this is no problem at all. So maybe this guy is putting labeling this is run as a tempo because he wants to put off his uh, his nearest rivals who are equally stalking him. You know, they, maybe, maybe Craig, maybe, maybe Craig. Uh, th- this guy who you're chatting about, he could be your rival. I'm not sure what his time is, but uh, but yeah, you never know. But um, I, I, I I think it's a great rant, and I totally get it. Um, and do
1: you know? It comes back down to we've talked this before, Strava and what Strava's done for athletics. I mean, I I am not actually on Strava that much these days, and it's part and parcel of being injured. But it's uh, you know, but when I was in training, I was all over it. And what's really interesting is, is just generally what people name their runs. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's I I'm all for banter names. You know, I think that's the way to go. I'm anyone who starts getting super serious with their Strava names and you know with the, de- because also you know that someone's if someone goes to the need of writing in the description like felt amazing felt
0: really control- i did that it's like say, I did. that
2: i don't know what i did i think
1: that's a sign no i was gonna say that's a sign of confidence it's a sign of you're really shuff the way you are and put out there that and that, what i mean is that if someone's you don't see people as much putting putting that you know that I don't know, the, the negative stuff in. Maybe I'm feeling the wrong people, but I think uh, people like to pump up the right. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I think it does say in the the, you know, the the open text box, how did you feel? So you're answering Strava's demands by typing yeah. in that box. What I, what I said, though, the reason I, what I put in it is, you know, when I'm going back on my, uh, I'm uh, making an excuse here, When out of fishing here, Tom. Uh, when I go back on all my runs, I, I quite like to see the sessions I've done and maybe the, the fuel that I've taken in how I felt so say for example that race that run I did on on Saturday when I took the gels what type of gels I took and, and basically how the how I felt on the day um but sometimes yes yeah, not always it's not always good a lot of it's doom and gloom but I probably won't you know not every session I do I tell tell everyone how I feel but it's more for my um you know for my records because I use Strava as a as a training diary you know Okay. Have I got myself uh, out of that hole?
1: You have got yourself out of that. I'm just, I, I'm actually, I've done exactly the same as well. I mean, I'm not, I, the, I'm not, I'm wondering now though, if I was to be filling mine in over the last few weeks, mine would just be like, it would just be like a depressing, <laughs> you know.
0: You should just start taking pictures of yourself when you're doing your exercises and with a, 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 a sad emoji. You can yeah. get emojis in Strava now, I eh? think it's great. Yeah. Just a like the, you know, the, if it's a good run, uh, a picture of a star and a, a bad run, just a picture of the, the wee shite emoji, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, if I when I run a PB, in the description, I just put the, the
0: dancing guy, <laughs> the, the and John, you know John Travalho. the dancing guy. Fiona always has a dancing lady. Yeah, she does. How's I think that? actually she was my inspiration Maybe. for that. She loves yeah, that yeah. Day, so. it's, uh, I, I do love your emojis. You're very good at using.
1: But it's quite, actually, when Fula, Fula comes in the front door and she's she's done a long run, she's had a good run, and I'm like, oh, how did it go? And she does the dancing emoji, like, pulls. Is Does she? Oh. Yeah, just like to celebrate. She used yeah. to do the tooth
0: flossing. What is it? Not the tooth flossing. What do you call it? The flossing?
1: the flossing. She's a master
0: master flosser, flosser. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's very good and you, you, you should have been practising that off when you're injured as well, although it's a lateral yeah. movement. It might not be good for your knee <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so thanks, thanks, Craig. That was a good one.
0: And we have another one. Do you want to read this one out, Tom
1: I can't do yet. So we've had James Callender from Westerlands has been in church and James says, and I'm this. The first sentence says it all. Cups at water <laughs> yeah. station. I don't.
0: You don't even need to say anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we'll give we'll give James his. Uh, actually, I'm going to give James his full one out because I like the language he uses. You get soaked. The volunteers get soaked, and you either don't get enough water or you choke because you can tort yourself to get a mouthful down. Uncommon, but it still happens. I'm looking at you, Seville fucking marathon. <laughs>
0: no there goes the explosive uh, logo in yeah. uh, there.
1: Pardon my French. That's uh, that's James's quote. So, uh, Kyle, you want to go on this?
0: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, Chicago. That 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 said it all for me. Cups. What's the point of them? You may as well just. <laughs> you may as well not. You uh, you may as well not even drink anything. Like you can't get anything in your mouth. The time you stop, and you catch it. The water's all over you. It's all over, like yeah. as as um, James said, it's all over the marshals. You get a tiny little bit of water. The 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 time that you've stopped <laughs> yeah. to actually drink it, I'm hyperventilating because I'm I'm breathing in air with water and then air with water yeah. and then I'm burping for shit afterwards. Like it just doesn't make ah oh, just annoys me. I I, I, I it goes get. goes up my nose. I, I understand it's you're saving a lot of plastic bottles, but. I mean, you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to run a major and we're having to drink paper cups. The elites get to where… Here's a solution. The, the
2: elites
1: get… I've got a solution. Right, tell me it now. The solution is… So the problem is you're running too fast, right? So the solution is they say, right, if you, they work out, how slow do you need to be going to build handle and drink a cup? I would say at least 730-minute miling. So then you say, right… Up until 3.30 pace or some, whatever that is, you're getting bottles. But if you're beyond 3.30, quite frankly, you can probably handle a cup.
0: Ah, uh, okay. That's a, good, that's a good analogy. Because obviously the people who go past are the actual sub-seven-and-a-half-minute mile runners or the sub-3.30 yeah. mile runners. Uh,
1: exactly. Because if you're if you're running slowly, and I don't mean that as any disrespect to people's pace, but I just mean... It's the speed at which you're moving that the cup is appearing. Yeah, up. yeah,
0: I totally get that. Like and that's what happened at Chicago. I mean, it was a, it was, it wasn't a really cold day. It wasn't a, a warm day, but it was enough for me to feel uncomfortable and not know in my head that I, i had not taken enough water with me. It's okay. I mean, it's different when it comes to an ultra race because in an ultra race you're you're running for hours and hours, and you're not running mm. as fast. And you 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 know it is quite good just to stop and take some fuel. And mm-hmm. plus a lot of the ultra races you're taking you you've you're taking your, your fuel with you anyway, you're taking half a half a litre of water with you, you know, the soft flasks you get. Um, mm-hmm. whereas when it comes down to doing a a marathon, you're not wanting to haul a half litre bottle of water with you. And the no. elites get the, the thing is the elites get a water bottle, they get a sports bottle. And Yeah. What, but what I would I don't know why, but surely maybe I'm being ignorant here again. And I know there's a lot of chat about t-shirts and using plastic. You should recycle. And surely, if you use a plastic bottle, you just recycle it, or is, does it go to landfill, or what, what happens to it?
1: Not well, it I think the it... the problem is they get ch- a. You're having to produce a lot of plastic, but it goes. I think the part my problem with the part of it is bottles are hardly used. You know, the bottles of your bottled water, you get like a 500ml bottle of Highland yeah. Spring at Half Marathon. <laughs> You're not going to do that, you that way, one. You one mouthful That's it. and you chuck yeah. it. So I think there's that and also, yeah, you, whether they're all swept up or not. Um, it's a, it is a difficult, it's not a, such an easy one, I'll grant no. you that. Um, I
0: think there needs to be another option or even a solution to have like a, a paper cup water bottle or something. I don't know. Yeah. But... If there's something
1: yeah, I <laughs> yeah why not yeah. seriously
0: I mean I don't know how well that would go it would just dissolve
1: the minute you, the minute you know well, the minute you hold it would just just collapse oh,
0: it wouldn't be structured it would be structurally sound No, no. well anyway Do you know
1: what I hate I I hate the little cone cups that people are holding oh.
0: I mean, even worse I don't, know, don't I, get the I, volume I, in a they, cone cup
1: exactly at least a flat bottom cup on a table if you can although you end up taking out half the cups as you go for one cup, it's like Skittles <laughs> you, go for, you go for one cup you knock them all over, but you, you have half a cup's worth in your right. hand at least those you can, I just feel you can kind of, I don't know, there's, as you said there's a bit more volume in it, but the one, the cone ones, I find them difficult to hold as well oh yeah,
0: they are, now I'm going to go into so when I did Chicago the week after, I did Niagara International Marathon that started in um, oh god, where did it start? Buffalo Buffalo in the U.S., and then it went into Niagara and Canada. So the, one of the water stations, they were all, again, same thing. They were all plastic cups again. But when I was approaching the water station about halfway, the marshals weren't even there. <laughs> they were gone. They were. I could see them <laughs> in the distance. They were like, they were half a mile down the road. They didn't expect me coming. And I was like, where's the bloody marshals? So I ended up having to, like, pour not only did I have to take a plastic cup, I had to pour water from the bucket for... <laughs> Self-service. Exactly. Oh, man. So that that's my rant. But yeah, sort it out. I need lots so, of water I, in a, a marathon, not a shitty so little a, plastic cup, uh, paper cup.
1: So you're the world's your oyster. How would you want your water to be given to you in a race?
0: Just a bottle. I'll take the bottle. If it's half a litre bottle and people, you, you get a penalty for not drinking at all, I'll drink it all.
1: You can have whatever you want. And it's, a, what are you talking about here? How, a, a plastic bottle, or do you want a sports drink bottle? How big do you want it?
0: Well, whatever's more economical. A half litre, well, not even that, maybe 300 m- millilitres of water. And do, and do you want a screw cap, a sports cap, sports cap. open bottle? Sports cap. Sports yeah. cap. Like they do in London. London Marathon have got it nailed. Now, I don't know what they're doing this year, but they've got it nailed. They've got, okay, Aid sponsor, and it was a shitload of plastics, but it's, I mean, there's, I think there's bigger, there's bigger um, issues to fry in the, on the supermarket shelves, which is millions of Where do you want the
1: bottle? Where do you want the water? Do you want it on, in someone's hand or on a table?
0: Oh, table's fine.
1: Because that's one thing that gets me, and I think I've ranted about this before, but I, when you go for a volunteer and you, you give them the eyes long you know 20 metres out, you point at them like, I'm coming for that bottle <laughs> and they're not ready for you, or they're like, you go to reach it and they move away, and you've committed you've gone in, and you're suddenly like right, I've, I've missed the water, and you're scrambling to try and grab one of the next person it's just like, the volunteers, I guess it's difficult when they've got thousands and thousands of people going past, but it's a pain in the arse when you miss it.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that, I think in the big major races you've got you'd have to be a bit of an idiot to miss like you know in london for example there's about 20 people lined up on each side of the road yeah. if you miss that you're an idiot but yeah in the yeah. smaller low-key races in it might not be as easy to to, to grab the bottle or the, the cup so yeah yeah grand well that was brilliant so anyway,
1: thank you yeah thanks james we've actually had a, there's actually a couple of listeners on, on in addition to this have been in touch with rants this week so we look forward to bringing those back next week so keep them coming it's uh it really is our um, favorite part of the show. Yeah, and also we should also give a shout out to a listener. We got a we had a good email from Cal McKenzie last week, who we were talk Kyle posed a question about would you would you shit yourself for sub two twenty if it was on, and Callum sent a good a good article through about a guy who wrote a blog. This British athlete who went through that very dilemma, and he. Ultimately, poor guy. Early on, 16 miles in, he still got 10 to go. Oh. 10 miles to go, and he he had to go. So he shit himself while running. And you know what his time was? 2:21. 2:20. 20. Oh no! <laughs> Heartbreaking. All
0: that. Oh, he must. He should have pushed it out quicker.
1: Is that read? That, I'll, I'll, I will share, share that, that though, link. On yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, the, it's a really, it's a incredible. It's also really interesting. I found as a sort of club runner to read what's it, essentially an elite runner, his experience through the race. I mean, <laughs> you you forget. Everyone has these issues, yeah. you know?
0: It's, yeah, it's it's, 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 taboo. it's not a taboo subject. It has to be talked so about. Th-
1: the thing is, what's, what's, what cracks about up, is we all say, yeah, if you've got to go, you get the time. But can you imagine if one of us did? I don't just mean me you. I mean, any of the lads we train yeah. with, they would never hear the end of it. You would hope they got <laughs> the time. Because if, if say, say, you go and run 219.50 in the coming years, and you shit yourself, nobody cares if you run yeah. if, you, if you do it and the wheels come off and you come in in two twenty six,
0: yeah just yeah disastrous. that would be yeah you would uh well i'm looking forward to the day i ship myself and break 220 yeah and me yeah. too it will <laughs> <it'll> be, <laughs> <it'll> be comical <laughs> oh me right well i think that rounds us up i can smell my dinner and um, debbie's kindly made it and it's smelling it smells amazing by the way so, Congrats. I think, we'll, and, and I'm, I'm sure Fiona's going to be back very soon after from yoga, so you better get the yeah, dinner yeah. on and get yourself all ready and um, spend some QT with, with your wife. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I think, yeah, there's no point in talking about races because it is the Scottish National Cross Country this weekend, so that's all we care about. If you would like to get in touch with us, please do. at TartanRunningShorts.gmail.com. Our Facebook is at TartanRunningShorts and our Twitter is at TartanShorts
0: brilliant and uh like i said i say this we say this every week please rate us on itunes or any of your your podcast applications and um, but ideally itunes five stars if you can and uh yeah give us a review really eternally grateful for them and um, it means personally it means a lot to to know how that listeners are enjoying it and uh yeah it just means we can it just hopefully spreads the word about the any new listeners coming on to the show as well. Um, so yeah and uh, next week we've got some we've've we've, we've been quite busy with interviews Tommy eh? We do we've got some choices we today. have we've got a, a few choices that were really good some uh, well all of them are amazing in- interviewees so we're not going to divulge too much but um, well uh, you'll you'll find out ne- in the next couple of weeks I'm sure
1: indeed. Well, have a good week, listeners, and good luck to those of you running on Saturday. Come and say hello to both Kyle and I. We'll be floating around.
0: Floating around. Give us your
1: rants in person. Yeah,
0: tell us verbally. We'll try and take a snowball with us.
1: (laughs) I'll be at the side of the course handing Kyle a cup of water as he goes through his second lap. throwing it
0: back in your face. I might need need a cup of water. (laughs) Be out for a while. (laughs) Right, okay. Listeners, thanks for listening. Catch up with you next week. Bye-bye.